We're still on digging deeper, and so I told you this morning that I would just continue it tonight, and so that's what I'm doing tonight. Lord, we just ask your blessing upon your word tonight, that everything that's said, everything that's done would bring you the glory. We pray that it would go forth in power and boldness and everything that is said and done. Lord, we pray that it would just bring you the glory and edify the saints tonight. Lord, you see the hearts of your people tonight, those who are uh, in a battle, those who are going to a battle, those who are coming out of a battle. We just pray for your strength upon your people tonight. We pray for your, uh, your peace. And Lord, I pray that your word will be transformative in our heart and our soul. And everyone said, Amen. All right, digging deeper. And so it's a continuation from this morning. We've been on this sermon series called Digging Deeper. Basically, we're talking about growing in the Lord. That's what we're talking about, spiritual growth and uh, taking assessment of our life and so that we can grow. So tonight, I'm going to talk about four basic levels of learning. Four basic levels of learning, and they are this. The four basic levels of learning. Number one, people learn through schooling. You go to school and people learn. You can, uh, most of you I'm sure have a high school education or you have some sort of education. Some of you have college and graduate level. Uh, but all of us have been schooled because we live in America. So we've all been to school. So your first level is just regular general schooling. Second, you learn from experience. And I believe that experience could be a good teacher for us. And uh, if we learn from experience, we can avoid some roadblocks in our life. Can I hear an amen about that? But not everybody learns from experience. You know that. There's people that's older than you that haven't learned from experience. They keep repeating the same thing over and over and over. How many would agree with that? And so experience is a good teacher if you heed to it. Number three, self-taught or searching. In other words, some people learn because they have the discipline to learn. They read books. They go to seminars. They are observant. They pay attention. They are naturally self-taught. So they have the ability to learn. And number four, and this is where we're going to learn tonight, is revelation, revelation knowledge, revelation knowledge. So I want us to repeat the four levels of learning tonight. Number one, I want you to say schooling, experience, self-taught, and revelation knowledge. Now one more time, say them with me. Schooling, experience, self-taught, and revelation knowledge. How many has learned in school? Somewhat. How many has learned in school? Things that you can remember. <laughs> Number two, how many has learned from experience? How many has learned things because you taught yourself? And the fourth level tonight is how many has learned from revelation knowledge? Revelation knowledge is truth that's revealed to you by the Holy Spirit that is in conjunction to Scripture. I'm going to say that again. Revelation knowledge, repeat this after me. Revelation knowledge is revealed to you by the Holy Spirit in accordance to Scripture. So, a prime example of this, a revelation knowledge, okay? This is the fourth level of learning. It's very important that you get what Pastor Josh is saying here. I am not talking about schooling. I'm not talking about experience. I'm not talking about self-taught. I am talking about the fourth level, which is revelation knowledge, and it's sad to say that not all of us ever get there. We don't all achieve this fourth level of learning. It can be achieved 
but not all of us uh, in the church world actually go there because there's a misunderstanding of what revelation knowledge truly is. But this is the fourth level of knowledge where you are taught by the Holy Spirit. And so what I want you to see here is a prime example in Scripture where revelation knowledge actually took place. And that is found in Matthew chapter 16, and I want you to see it. Matthew chapter 16, and beginning with verse number 13. Matthew chapter 16, and beginning with verse number 13. Matthew 16, verse 13, and Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I am, the Son of Man am? Some say, well, you're John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said, but who do you say that I am? Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I say unto you, Peter, that on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So what you see here is that Peter was revealed something by the Holy Spirit. And this is what we call revelation knowledge. Now, it didn't take a rocket scientist to know that Peter understood Jesus to be the Christ because he had, dealt, he had, he had spent time with Jesus for three and a half years. This is towards the end of Jesus' ministry. So, so Peter was aware that people referred to him as the Christ. People, or excuse me, Peter was aware that people understood that Jesus is, is a prophet. He's more than just a man. That was the, people understood that. So what was special about what Peter said? Because Peter had an illumination of truth. It became true for him. It was illuminated by the Holy Spirit. It wasn't just true for somebody else. It was true for him. It was an illumination that went off on his spirit that it became true to him. And that's what revelation knowledge is. Revelation knowledge is what is brought by the Holy Spirit that is illuminated in your spirit that brings the truth alive. It becomes rhema in your life. You're just not hearing the Word of God, but the Word of God becomes rhema. It becomes quick. It becomes powerful. It becomes living. It becomes revelation to you, and the Spirit illuminates it to you. And it's like you've heard this Scripture over and over and over and over, and yet one day the Scripture comes alive. How many's ever experienced that before? One day the scripture just come alive to you and you're like, I've heard it for years, but today something happened in my spirit. That's what revelation knowledge is. It becomes true to you. It's illuminated by the Holy Spirit in accordance to scripture. And that's exactly what happened to Peter. And isn't it interesting that we can come to church, we can listen to sermons, we can listen to sermon after sermon after sermon, but it doesn't become revelation to us unless the Holy Spirit illuminates the Word of God to us, unless the Holy Spirit uncovers the Word to us. That is the word for revelation. He uncovers the Word to us. It, it illuminated. It brings light on it. So the, when the Word of God is preached, you hear it, you understand it, but the Holy Spirit is what puts the flashlight on it. The Holy Spirit is what uncovers the truth to you. And if you're just hearing the Word of God, there is not going to be no spiritual growth in your life. You've got to ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the Word of God to you to bring revelation to your spirit. You see, Peter said, 
Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Peter said, well, they're saying Elijah. They're saying Jeremiah or one of the prophets. But I say, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. It doesn't matter what everybody else says. The Holy Spirit has illuminated the truth to me, and I know it's true for me. And so he, 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 was, he was illuminated by the Holy Spirit. You see, this fourth level of revelation sometimes is not, is not achieved because we think that spiritual growth is just about hearing the Bible and hearing a sermon when we don't ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the Word of God that we do hear. And so when you come to the Word of God, remember what Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. So your mind cannot comprehend spiritual things unless the Holy Spirit brings life to the Word of God, unless there is a revelation knowledge that is achieved. Somebody say amen. Do you know what happens at this level? This level is also a level of understanding. This is a level where you understand what God is doing. You understand the Word of God. You see, it's just not hearing the Word of God, but there is an understanding there that takes place. You remember the Apostle Paul said in Ephesians chapter 1, and I think, um, I do believe it's verse 17. I stand to be corrected, but uh, we can turn there. Ephesians, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1, and I want you to see what Paul says here. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number, uh, verse number, let's see. Uh, verse number 3, he, uh, Ephesians chapter 1, verse number 3, Blessed be the God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places, chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy without blame before Him in love, having predestined us, adopted us. Verse 6, to the praise of the glory of the grace which He made us according to the Beloved. Then you go on down in this dispensation, then you go all the way down. Look at verse 15. Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the love for all the saints, do not cease to give thanks to you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. That is the fourth level. You see it? That's the fourth level of comprehension. That's the fourth level of learning. It's not just about going to school. It's not about just experience. It's not about just being self-taught. It is about giving, getting to the fourth level of revelation where the Holy Spirit brings understanding to you about the Word of God that you just read. The Apostle Paul was praying to the church. He says, I want your eyes to be open. I want you to understand. I need you to understand. It's more than just a letter I'm writing to you. I want you to understand what I'm trying to tell you. It's kind of like talking to your kids. And you look at your kids and say, do you understand me? How many has ever said that to your kids? That's what the Holy Spirit's saying to us. I want to bring understanding to you about the Word of God that I'm, I, I'm revealing to you. I want this Word of God to become alive to you. I want your senses exercised so that you understand this fourth level of revelation. And I believe that if we can get there, there will be a lot of ramus Word of God that goes off in our spirit. He says, verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened that you may know. 
what is the hope of his calling and the riches of the glory and of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. He says to the church, I need you to understand this. I need you to get a hold of this revelation and I need you to understand that this is more than a letter I'm writing to you. This is something that you've got to understand by the Spirit of God. You see, it's very paramount that you understand this because Jesus himself told the disciples, he says, the reason that i got to talk to you in parables is because you don't understand. Hello? He says, the reason I'm talking to you in parables is because you don't understand what I'm trying to say. I'm asking you tonight, church, has the Holy Spirit brought understanding to you about the Word of God? Or is the Word of God just merely paper to you is the Word of God is just merely a preacher preaching, saying a bunch of words? Or is there a fourth level of revelation in your life where the Word of God is pure understanding to you? Because if you don't understand the Word, how are you going to apply it to your life? And how are you going to change if you don't understand? Can I hear an amen? So the fourth level of learning is simply understanding. The fourth level is simply understanding the Word of God. If you don't understand it, then it can never bring fruit in your life. You'll never be able to bring fruit in your life. You see, ladies and gentlemen, it's about hearing the word. What about what Jesus said? Jesus said in Matthew 13, verse 18. Look at this word here. Matthew 13, verse 18. Matthew 13, verse 18. Listen to the words of Jesus as he explains this parable or tells a parable. Verse number 18. Therefore, hear the parable of the sower, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it. The wicked one comes and he snatches it out of your heart. Why are you not walking in victory? The reason you're not walking in victory is because the devil has stole the word out of your heart because you never understood it when it was preached. That's what the Scripture says. So do you see how paramount it is? It's not about just going to school. People think, boy, if I could just go to school and get a degree, I'd be, I, I, I'd, I'd have the qualifications. That's good, because I go to school and I think that's awesome. I think it's good to be self-taught. I think it's good to learn by experience. But the best form of education is when the Holy Spirit Himself takes the Word of God that you heard and brings light to it and illumination to it according to the written Word. And then there is this revelation that you understand what the Word of God is saying. Now, go on here. Do you see what it says here? Verse number 20. Matthew chapter 13, verse 20. But he who received the seed on stony ground... That is, he who hears the word immediately receives it with joy, yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation, persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now, now get this, don't lose me. Verse 22, now he who received the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and he becomes unfaithful fruitful. Look at verse 23. But he who received the seed on good ground is he who hears the word and understands it. 
How do I get 60-fold in my life? How do I get 100-fold in my life? You get 100-fold in your life, not because somebody prays over you and puts oil on your head. You get 100-fold in your life when you hear the Word and understand what the Spirit is saying. Oh, somebody better shout hallelujah. It's about understanding the Word. It's about the Holy Spirit bringing revelation to the Word of God that is preached. Am I right about it? I said, am I right about it? So, the man who does not understand the revelation, does not understand the Word, cannot live a fruitful life. So, what are you saying, Pastor? The four levels of learning is schooling, education, self-taught, and revelation knowledge that the Holy Spirit takes the Word when it is preached, and that Word he brings understanding to you in your spirit. That is in accordance to the Scriptures. You know, David was concerned about understanding. He understood that there was four levels. And you look at it, Psalm 119, very, very quickly with me. Bear with me, Psalm 119. Look at the wording here. You don't have to turn there. Just look behind me on the screen and look at all the phrases that the psalmist David was concerned about him understanding the Word of God. Psalm 119, Psalm 119, beginning with verse number 34. Verse number 34. Psalm 119, verse number 34. David says, Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. Indeed, I shall observe it with my whole heart. So you can't keep the Word of God if you don't understand the Word of God. So it's bad. For you to leave church and say you don't understand. It's very bad for you to go in the church parking lot and somebody ask you, what, what was the word? I don't, I don't know. That right there, the enemy already stole it. Because you've got, you got to understand what's being said. Because if you don't remember it, how's the Holy Spirit going to bring understanding to you? Jesus said himself, the enemy takes it from your heart if you don't understand. So, if you don't understand, of course we ask the Holy Spirit to bring understanding to it. And I've experienced that in my own life. There's things I didn't understand and I've, I would pray over it, over and over, just kind of bothered that I didn't, and I would search the books and I would read books and ask opinions, but it, it, just, didn't, it just didn't go off in me. There are times that it just I got that revelation you know, and it's, it's kind of like that scripture. You know, the scripture that says, before, uh, before in your mother's womb I called you. You know, Jeremiah, you know that scripture? How does the scripture go? Before I formed thee, I knew thee. I heard that scripture all my life. It really didn't mean anything to me. It just, I've heard it so much. But one time I was praying, and I was seeking the Lord about something. And I had my Bible open, and that scripture was there, and it became revelation to me. It became truth to me, and for the first time in my life, it was understanding to my heart. Now, David said, he said, verse 34, give me understanding, and I will keep your law. Now look at verse 73. Psalm 119, verse 73, he goes on and says it again. Verse number 73, 
He says, your hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn your commandments. There again. What about verse 125? Verse 125, David goes on and he says it again. 125, verse 125, I am your servant. Give me understanding that I may know your testimonies. Give me understanding, he says. What about verse 144? Verse 144, the righteousness of your testimonies is everlasting. Give me understanding that I shall live. Give me understanding, he says. What about verse 169? Verse 169 he says this, verse 169, let me cry before you, O God, and give me understanding according to your word. Now, I can go on and on, but David understood that reading the word is important, but if there is not the Holy Spirit bringing revelation and understanding to what you are reading, it is not going to profit you. It's not going to profit you Ladies and gentlemen, what about Isaiah chapter 11, verse 2? This speaks of Jesus, which is pretty powerful. Isaiah chapter 11 and verse number 2. Isaiah chapter 11. The Spirit of the Lord, Jesus says, or the prophet says about the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon Him, the Spirit of wisdom and, the, and understanding. Did I read that right? He said that the prophet would have a spirit of wisdom and the prophet would walk in understanding. Ladies and gentlemen, what is pastor trying to say? I'm saying it's good to read the Bible, but if the Holy Spirit doesn't illuminate it to you, bring understanding to your heart, it profits you nothing. This book will just be like any other book sitting on your shelf. If you don't ask the Holy Spirit to bring illumination and revelation and understanding to you when you read the Scripture. Somebody say praise the Lord. What about it? See, Proverbs chapter 1, verse 5, Solomon echoes this desire to understand the Word of God Proverbs chapter number 1 and verse number 5. Proverbs chapter 1 verse number 5. A wise man will hear an increase in learning. And a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Here, even Solomon understands that there is more than just going to school. There is this idea of asking for understanding and walking in understanding. What about Proverbs chapter 2 verse 2? Solomon goes on to say this, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 2, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. And if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. Are you hearing, Pastor Josh? Are you lifting your voice up for understanding? Some of us want to read the Bible. We want to read all the Bible in one year. But the greater challenge is, why don't we ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate the first chapter we read? Let the first chapter become alive in us. Let the first chapter become rhema to us. Let, let you meditate 
and marinate in the Word of God. And let the Holy Spirit bring understanding to you as you read the Bible. Instead of, listen, instead of information, the Holy Spirit says, I want to do transformation. Can I say that again? Instead of information, the Holy Spirit says, I want to do transformation. How am I going to transform your life? I'm going to transform your life when you hear the word and I, the Spirit of God, brings understanding to your heart and when you understand it, you make adjustments in your life and you bear fruit. How are you going to bear fruit if you don't understand the word? How are you going to make corrections in your life if you don't understand what the Spirit is saying? says, lift up your voice, cry for understanding. Cry for discernment. And I believe that's the mark of somebody who is spiritually mature, is somebody who walks in discernment, according to Hebrews chapter 11, who has their senses discerned, exercised between good and evil. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 7, the, the Bible says in Proverbs 7 verse 4, Proverbs 7 and verse number 4, he says, say to wisdom, you are my sister, and call understanding your next, your next kin. He says, in other words, he's, he's looking at, listen, understanding should be close to you as if you had a relative. Proverbs chapter 8 and verse number 1. Proverbs 8 verse number 1. Song, uh, Solomon here goes on and says in verse number 1, does not wisdom cry out? And understanding lift up her voice. He says, you know what he's saying? He is saying that understanding is like a person. And this person is lifting up their voice and yet nobody is hearing her. You see, what are you saying, Pastor? I'm saying it's just not about reading the Bible. It's about the Bible reading you. I'm going to say that again. It's not about you reading the Bible. It's about the Bible reading you. It's about understanding of what you discern. What about Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 22? Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 22. This is awesome. Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 22. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him who has it. But the correction of fools is folly. The person who walks in understanding, the person who walks in that fourth level, walks in a wellspring of life. A wellspring of life, a continual flow of refreshment. You see, what is the four levels of learning? It's general education, it's experience, it's the third level is being self taught, and the fourth level is. Revelation knowledge. It's kind of like Young Yi Cho. How many's ever heard of Young Yi Cho? Raise your hands. You know who Young Yi Cho is? The pastor of the world's largest church. He wrote a book called The Fourth Dimension. And in the book, he talks about he was in a prayer closet. He needed a million dollars to build his church. A million dollars to build his church. Is that correct? Yeah. A million dollars. So he's in his prayer closet. And he's praying, praying, praying. And he prayed for months. Months he's prayed. And he would quote the scriptures and read the scriptures and 
it just, he couldn't get it. And he tells in his book, and I love it, he says one day he was praying and he comes out of his prayer closet after he spent some time in prayer. He comes out of his prayer closet. He says, he told his wife, I got it. And he says, I think she was drinking coffee. And uh, she's like, you got the million dollars? He's like, no, baby, I don't have it here. I got it here. <laughs> you see, that's what understanding is. That's what revelation is. You've got to get it birthed in you before you see it manifested in front of your eyes. It's, 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 it's kind of like, it's kind of like Samson. They plucked his eyes out, but yet at the same time, after they plucked his eyes out, he's standing between two pillars and he said, Lord, let me die. Give me revenge on my enemy. You know what he was doing? They plucked out these eyes, but Samson had another set of eyes they could not pluck out. He had the eyes of understanding. He knew that the Lord was going to give him vengeance at his death more than he had in his lifetime. I'm telling you, faith sees beyond the impossible. I'm talking about walking in understanding. I'm talking about seeing beyond what you see and walking in an understanding of the revelation of the Word of God. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 18. Proverbs 19 and verse 8. He, Proverbs 19 verse 8, He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. And he who keeps understanding will find good. Over, over, the Scripture is asking us to cry for understanding. Cry for understanding. Lastly, the book of Daniel is a great book. Here is a man. Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. I want you to see a, a, a familiar passage of Scripture, but I think it is so very important for us to look at tonight. Daniel. And um, I want you to see Daniel chapter 9 and verse 21. Daniel chapter 9, verse 21. And Daniel was praying... And he had this 70 weeks prophecy that came to him, an understanding of the 70th week. And here is Daniel begin to pray in verse number, verse number, well, let's look at verse 20. Daniel chapter 9, verse number 20. This is Daniel saying this. Now while I was speaking and praying and confessing my sin, the sin of my people Israel, presenting my supplication before the Lord God, for the holy mountain of my God. Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I've seen in a vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. You see that. And he informed me and talked with me and said, Oh, Daniel, I have now come forth to give you the skill to understand Daniel, I know you've been praying. You didn't understand. You were reading the scrolls. You were a student of the Word. 
But you were missing something, Daniel. You were missing the spirit of understanding. And I have come to touch your lips and your mind and enlighten your spirit to what I want to do. And that is why preachers can preach and people can be on a different level. Because I could be at a different understanding and you're at a different level of understanding. And that is why, now I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying that's what happens sometimes. And so you have this tension. You have somebody who sees beyond the natural and has an understanding of what God wants to do in the spirit. And then you have other people who don't necessarily see it, haven't really prayed about it, don't really care about it. And so now in the church, there's a tension. You've got one group that really wants it and the other group that hasn't really been in prayer, hasn't really studied the word, hasn't been really walking with the Lord, really lukewarm, and there's always this tension going on. Back and forth. And then the one set of people think the other set of people is crazy. You're just lost your mind. And the other group of people are thinking, can we just be at peace? Why do we need to do all that? Can I don't understand you. And it's just a... It's the same thing that Jesus said to his disciples. He said, he said, the Pharisees and Sadducees, he said, their hearts have become hard and they've added traditions to the word of God. And he says, I've got to speak to you in parables so that some of you might understand. Is this all right tonight? So spiritual growth is more than just reading the Bible. It, it, it's more than just information. Spiritual growth is when we ask the Spirit to bring understanding to what we already know. And I pray and I don't know if that's the case. And, and when I preach, I want you to know my heart. My heart is not to pinpoint anyone. I'm just preaching. So it just kind of, I'm just throwing the seed out. So wherever it falls, it falls. But I'm not pinpointing anybody. And I'm not saying you're not at my level. I'm just, I'm just saying sometimes there's a tension there. It depends on where you're at in your spiritual life. It depends on where I'm at. I've been to churches where the people were higher than the leaders. <laughs> Can I hear an amen? The people wanted more than the leaders. And that's attention. So what I'm asking you to do this week, I'm asking you to, as you begin to pray, that you ask the Holy Spirit to bring revelation to you and understanding to you about the Word in which you are reading. I was reading the book of Romans, and I had read it for years, but that day I had understanding. That one scripture that said, you are no longer slaves to sin, you're slaves to righteousness. I had read that all my life, but that day I got a revelation. And the revelation was this, a slave don't do what a slave wants to do, a slave has to obey its master. So when I became born again, I made a decision that sin is not my master. 
I don't obey sin and I don't follow sin. As a matter of fact, my master is righteousness. I obey to do the right thing whether I feel like it or not. When you become a slave to righteousness, instead of a slave to yourself and a slave to sin, your perception changes. Hallelujah. 